Is America a Christian nation? I want to begin by telling you that the word Christian is never used in the Bible except as a noun. It's never used as something that would qualify or quantify something else. There is no Christian man. There is no Christian church. There is no Christian nation. And so we need to get that out of the way to start with. Christian stands by itself. Perhaps the question would better be worded this way. Is America a good nation? You know, back in the Old Testament, God chose a specific branch of people, the Jews, and made them his special nation. They were, from the time of the prophecy, to grow until they became the honor of God, shining forth the light of God to all the world. Let me show you some things that God said must be a part of a nation he blesses, an ideal nation, we'll say. God gave them many commandments. They were living under what we call the law. And they were judged by very strict law. I want to take a portion of the law, which in essence contains the rest of the law, in principle at least, and show you what God expected of a nation that he would bless. First of all, God said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me. He said, Thou shalt not make unto thyself any graven images. He told them very quickly that they should always take the name of God in a proper way. These were people who had the responsibility to worship God. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. These people also were to honor their father and mother, which means they honored authority as God had given it. They could not kill. They were forbidden to commit adultery. They could not steal. They could not bear false witness against the neighbor. They could not covet. Now, we call these the Ten Commandments. They, in essence, as I said a moment ago, contain God's dealing with the nation of Israel. Israel did not keep those commands. Israel was punished many, many times. They were at the ebb of being completely destroyed time after time. They were carried away into captivity. They were subjected to other powers and responsibilities many years at a time. And finally, they ceased to exist altogether as a nation for nearly 1,900 years. There's now a place called Israel, but it is not God's place. For these hundreds of years, nearly 2,000, here were people who had no place to call home. But now, many of them, perhaps, of course, this is only a small share. This had been true ever since the time that they were first carried away into captivity. Most of the Jews live somewhere else, not in Israel. 
But now, as a political entity, they are living there again. They're not living under the law of the Old Testament. They're not a religious nation. They are a political entity. But what we've pointed out here in the Ten Commandments is, in essence, what God said would be His ideal country. I want us to look at ourselves. How do we stack up? under these principles that God laid down for having a nation that He would bless. I know that America has been a blessed nation. People came here for religious freedom, for political freedom. They came here because they felt that there was an opportunity to work hard and to gain as a result of it. These people were very religious people. From the foundation of this nation, the Bible was revered and respected, even printed at government cost and given free to the schools. The founding fathers called upon God in prayer and asked God to bless this new nation. And many of them proclaimed that without the blessing of the God of heaven, this nation could not continue to exist. I want to ask you now. What kind of nation are we at this time? I want to read you a few statistics. I'm not much at this. But I have some statistics that I've written down. And I want you to listen very carefully. When God said, Thou shalt have no other gods before me, and thou shalt not make unto thee images. How do we live up to that kind of expectation? Why, the God of this world now is materialism. And the images are those material things that money and power can buy. Why do you suppose that there are so many millions and millions of people in America who have maxed out their credit cards, who have bought cars and houses that they could not afford? And the ironic thing about it is, so many people like you and me who live in very modest houses, are now going to have to take in the form of tax upon our shoulders to pay off the house dues for those people who are living in 250,000, 350,000, 500,000 dollar homes. I'm very happy in a little house that we paid $50,000 for. But now you see, I'm living there because that's all I can afford. But now here are people who are going to be living in these $250,000 to $500,000 houses that I am going to have to help them pay for because they can't afford it. This is the God of this world. Materialism. What you have. How you can show it off. Look at drugs and alcohol. These are the things that are guiding our nation today. Almost 200 million people in America drink alcohol regularly. 95% of young people ages 18 to 25 drink on a regular basis. 75% of young people from the age of 12 to 17 drink at least occasionally. There are 
9,888 people arrested every year for driving under the influence. Marijuana, crack, methamphetamines, these are the things of the day. The world today, because of these drugs and because of the people's desire for these drugs, we're in a situation now where meth labs are being broken up for the hundreds day after day after day and where there's a drug cartel that is far more sinister and responsible for far more deaths than ever occurred during the years of prohibition when people decided we want the liquor and God said we ought to be happy people. The government forbade it and so they made it. That was a very reckless time in our history. But now the cartels that today control the drug traffic are the cartels that have no conscience at all. You stand in their way, you're going to get killed. You refuse to aid and abet them when they expect you to, you're going to get killed. The drug cartels are more powerful in the world today than the oil cartels are because we are so addicted to those drugs. Thou shalt not make any graven image. Thou shalt have no other God. What about that third commandment? You have to honor the name of God and not take it in vain. You know, people today, just in common language, ask God to damn everything from people to pieces. It's a common expression. If you turned on your television set and left it on for 24 hours and had somebody to steadily watch it and take down the number of times that the name of God is taken in vain, you would have a tremendously long list. As a matter of fact, the most used phrase in the English language today is, Oh, my God. How are we fitting up as a nation to the commands that God laid down to make an ideal nation? God wanted worship. Under the Jewish law, it was the Sabbath day and the things that were prohibited and the things that were commanded for that day. God wanted worshiping people. What about the people of America? Are we a worshiping nation? About 90% of the people of America say, oh, I believe there is a God, and most of them don't believe it. But 75% of those who say they believe there is a God will tell you, frankly, because this has been shown in a survey, that that belief has not helped or hurt them in any way in their life. It has not changed anything in regard to their manner of living. Isn't it a shame that we can look back and see what God wanted a nation to do and come to the realization that we are living in a nation that won't do that? A nation, of course, far worse 
than the nation of Israel ever became. God said, Thou shalt not kill. No murder. Pick up any newspaper in any large city in America today, and I will guarantee you there will be in the newspaper the account of somebody or several people being killed that day. Most people, most cities have more murderers walking on its streets than it has policemen who are there to guide and protect. Two years ago, and this is the last statistics that are available, 29,747 people were arrested for driving under the influence. But now, it's much more than that. Because this is the number that were charged also with killing somebody under those circumstances. They were arrested for it. More people killed themselves than ever before in the nation's history. 35,000 people take their own lives every day. Among teens, it is the second leading cause of death. First one is automobile accidents. The second, suicide. One half million, 500,000 people try to kill themselves every day. Now, I know some of those are half-hearted. Some of those are situations where people hope that somebody will intervene and they won't really die, but they want those people to think they're going to die. But now that's not many out of this one half a million people. These are the number of people who want to die and who have tried to kill themselves. But think about this. Since the decision of the Supreme Court, Roe versus Wade, that a woman had the complete right to have an abortion for any reason she wanted, there have been more thousands of babies killed than in all the wars in American history. Start with the War of Independence, 1776. And continue down every war you can think of to the present one. Still, not as many people have died as have been killed in abortion. I'm not talking about those that happened before the law and were done in a back alley somewhere. I'm talking about those were done legally. In a doctor's office under doctor direction and control. God wanted moral purity. Thou shalt not commit adultery. What about our nation today? Illegitimacy is up 500% of what it was 25 years ago. Nearly half of all the babies that are born in America are illegitimate babies. There is a divorce in America every 20 seconds. 
Now, I want you to think about it. How are we measuring up to the ideal that God set forth for a nation of His own choosing, a nation of His own picking? Several years ago, back more than a century ago, a great Frenchman, Alex de Tocqueville, visited America. He wrote about how great America is. He talked about our resources like coal and iron and timber. He talked about our ability to build things because of the industrial revelation and revolution that took place in our country. He talked about the stature that was held by America in all the world. But he said, these are not the things that make America great. He said, America is great today because of the kind of people that live there. He said, when these people quit being great, America will cease to be a great nation. That's happened. In my own lifetime, my adult lifetime, I could take a few American dollars and an American passport and go nearly anywhere in the world that I wanted to go. Now, so many currencies of the world are far more valuable than an American dollar. And what does an American passport mean? It means people are going to spit on you and curse you and Things are happening that ought to make us realize that we are not in any way the kind of nation God wants us to be. God said, Thou shalt not steal. There are more than two million burglaries in the United States every year. There are more than 200,000 stolen cars every year. There are more than 100,000 forgeries and counterfeits every year. Signing checks that are no good. Forging someone else's name to it. Making illegitimate money. Counterfeit money. It's off the record. It's so high that we really don't know the true number. But of what we do know, these are the figures that have shown up in the latest poll. God said, don't bear false witness. And yet, here in America today, 372 million people are arrested every year for fraud. Thou shalt not covet. More than 200,000 are arrested every year and accused of sexual abuse. Now, let me ask you again. Here is the plan that God had for an ideal nation. God still honors those plans. America in no way bears up to that. 
But stop and think, in addition to the things that we've just talked about, what is happening in America today to completely change the country? Now, this may be a statement that surprises you. America is a more religious country today by far than it was 50 years ago. I know there are people who say, Preacher, what do you mean? You look at all those statistics. We are more religious. Let me tell you something. The Supreme Court of the United States of America has declared that both humanism and atheism are religions. Now, they're identical twins. But these are the things that are a driving force in America today. Look at the news. The news always has something to say about the perversion that is taking part in our country today. We are asked not only to accept people who are homosexual, but to honor them. We are to agree with them. You know, God forbid... Some man get in a fight with another, and accidentally, the other is killed. He's hit, falls, hits his head on uh, the curbing. Did you know if the man who dies is a homosexual, that you're facing far greater charges than you would have faced otherwise? Because now, any such action toward a homosexual is considered not only crime, it's considered a hate crime. Look at the newspapers. What's the news all about? Very kind of thing we're talking about right now. I picked up the paper today, and I read 11 different articles that had to do with homosexuality. And not a one of them, not a one of them said, this is wrong. Not a one of them condemned it. Most of them were saying, they are treated so Poorly. They are not respected. They are not loved. And we're trying to make second class citizens. But God has forbidden that action altogether. What is happening to us as a nation? Look at the entertainment. You go to Hollywood and you see the kind of people we're talking about. Not only are these people who are portraying different characters all the time on the screen and on the television, they are featured prominently in the newspaper. And many of them are homosexuals, and those who are not, for the most part, are always honoring those who are homosexuals. It's amazing that this has become such a great matter in today's world. Look at it from the standpoint of schools. Schools under law today must teach humanism. Now, that's a religion. Our Supreme Court says it's a religion, and yet you must teach it in the school system. As early as the second grade, you have to portray a little boy who has two daddies or a little girl who has two mamas. 
We cannot take a Bible by law and explain to them the God of heaven. There's no creation that can be taught. There is no suggestion of an alternate theory in regard to evolution. It's still a theory. And not a very good one at that. And yet, in the schools of America, no one is permitted to say there may be an alternative, there may be another way that the world began and we came about. You can't put a little sticker on a book. You can't in any way ask questions. You must teach only evolution. You can't talk about the Bible. You can't talk about God's creation. You cannot call about the characters in the Bible as illustrations of what you're trying to teach. You can't have it at all. Grade school children have had Bibles taken out of their backpacks and thrown into the garbage can because they are not permitted in the classroom. Look at our legal system. The schools are that way because of our legal system. It is our legal system that has made any rejection of homosexuality a hate crime. You see, it's not only, as so many others are, that you will allow me to do this, but you must accept my doing this as being perfectly Good. Our law, our law is in shambles. Our law system is broken. And there seems to be no effort to correct it. We probably have seated right now one of the best Supreme Courts that have ever sat in America. And yet so much pressure is put on them that in many areas they cannot make the right decision because they must make a political decision. Now, is God going to continue to bless America? When we're saying, God bless America, land that I love, is that going to be true? God may, as He did the Jews who were His chosen people, who were held up as the ideal, they were destroyed and taken away so that they had no nation. That may be true of America someday. The soil we live on, the language we speak, may disappear completely from us. It may belong to Chinese, it may belong to some other nationality, but it's entirely possible that America can cease to exist. When we talk about God bless America, and did you notice that Mr. Obama's pastor said instead it ought to be God damn America? That could happen. It won't be because this pastor wants it to be that way. It'll be because we do not respect God and His will. Thank you for viewing this session.